You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, this is one instance where I can actually say your paranoia. I think you were right. Oh, no, it's not paranoia. I I, told you for a fact. I can't believe you didn't believe me. I've pointed out this girl before. I've told you how irritating she is. Yeah. And then when I tell you something else about it, you should... I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't believe me. Well, you constantly, though, think everybody is talking about you or staring at you or has an obsession with you. I don't think that they have an obsession with me. What I'm saying is that I could tell when people don't like me, and this girl clearly did not like me. You might be right about this one. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Eckstellen. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. We greatly appreciate it. And don't forget, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network and hear everything live, including all of the music that we can only play on this live stream and our music shows and all the other live shows that we have here uh, because we can only do those live. Music companies don't let you make that stuff downloadable. So um, subscribing to the network actually helps us out. Just consider it a $6.99 donation per month. Yes. First week is free free and you get access to the archives you get access to all the live shows it's really 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 helps us out and uh, we appreciate it but either way just downloading our show is fantastic so Sarah was talking about this so we we did our show Sportlandia which we do for the Trailblazers every weekday 9am to 10am and in between then we went uh, we went over to the to the gym to the gym yep because we're getting fit because we're going to be running in a race oh my god it's coming coming up so quickly I know I just realized like the other day I was like yes I ran two miles with only stopping a couple times I'm like oh fuck I'm going to have to run five miles yeah straight with no stopping in like two weeks yep getting pumped getting pumped Pumped for it. Yeah. So went there and worked out, but we, we got there and uh, Sarah, as I was, as I was, uh, got changed and I was coming out and Sarah happened to be coming out of the locker room at the same time. And she's like, there's this girl in there that really hates me. I can't figure it out. And, and explain exactly what you so said. This, so, okay. So there's this particular girl at the gym that is so annoying. So I don't know if anybody else has this experience, but when you go into the locker room, like, I don't know. I don't like to, I don't like to make buddies in the yeah. locker room. What I like to do is just. Get out of my clothes, put on my gym clothes, go out, do my thing, then come back, shower, and well, then I'm leave. Assuming in the women's locker room there's pillow fights and all of that well, stuff. Well, of course, you know, in between pillow, pillow fights. Right, and you guys all rub oil on each other. So there's this one girl in particular that for like a month now I've actually given warnings to my friends about her to not engage in conversation with her because you cannot escape. So this particular woman, um, I know everything about her because she just had a baby four months ago, and it's her second pregnancy. And this pregnancy was a little bit uh, easier than her first pregnancy. However, you know, her and her husband are having a hard time, you know, connecting because he's busy working a little bit more. And she's, you know, like still dealing with her pregnancy and her post-pregnancy and how this pregnancy was harder than the other one. And she's having a hard time losing her pregnancy weight, pregnancy, pregnancy. So pregnancy is brought up a few It times. is just nonstop. And this is unsolicited. She just tells you these unsolicited, things. Unsolicited. Like you accidentally make eye contact with her and she starts talking to you about this okay. now I got roped into it once because I didn't know any better and she's she always is in this particular area of the locker room and I'm like okay this is the last time I'm going to be in this area I'm going to get as far away from here as possible sure never change over there anymore sounds good so I, I've stayed away from her and I have heard her have this because her voice is so loud I have heard her have the exact same goddamn conversation I am not exaggerating at least eight times with eight different people. And it's always just like, oh, this pregnancy was easier than the last one. I'm having a hard time losing my pregnancy weight. Just oh, like, God. okay. Just, and she goes on and on and has these like in depth, like, 
like really personally detailed conversations with strangers. Okay. About her life and her pregnancy and like her vagina and like just weird stuff. Oh, she yeah. talks about her vagina. No, she was talking about like like va- I gave the birth to this one vaginally. And oh just, like, man, yuck! And imagine her talking to me about this. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, oh well, you know, you look great for just having a baby because now it's been like four months. When I first was talking to her, it was like two months. You know, until uh. I learned how to get away. So basically now at this point, I stay as far away from her as possible. And like when we make eye contact, I kind of smile and like shuffle away. Okay. As fast as I can. And I do not think that this young lady likes to be slighted in the least bit. I think that she's actually, I think she's pretty pissed that I don't come up and talk to her or listen to her goddamn pregnancy story anymore. Yeah, yeah. So so I stay far away from her. Whenever I see her in the gym, we make eye contact. Usually I'm just like, hi, like kind of smiling like I don't know what else to do. So today when I was in the locker room, I was filling up my water bottle. And as I was filling my water bottle, I could feel someone staring at me. And I looked behind me in the locker room and there she is and she's just sitting there sitting on, on the bench thing with her leg up, tying her shoe, just glaring at me. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? So I, I just kind of smiled. I'm like, okay. And I just walked off. And then that's when I saw you and I'm like, Greg, that, that weird girl in the locker room that always corners me to talk about her baby and her pregnancy totally just mean mugged me. She was like glaring at me in the locker room. Grace like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I was like, well, all right, sure. Maybe maybe we're exaggerating a little bit. Maybe there was, you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe you just looked at her the wrong way or something Something happened. It was a miscommunication. It was. I there was, was like, nothing. Ah, I'm sure there's, sure there's nothing going and on there. And I'm not being rude to her. It's not like I'm just like, oh, look at that bitch over there talking about her baby. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just doing uh-huh. my stuff. Like, I'm not picking other conversations over hers. I don't talk most people don't talk in the locker room unless you're there with a friend then you talk to them but you don't make friends as you're standing half naked you know sure. talking to people sure well so so you're saying that to me and uh, you know I just kind of let it go yeah alright well wh- whatever you know yeah Greg's like sure. oh yeah you're just sure that sure yeah. that's, I'm sure that's what's going on she probably doesn't even pay any attention to you it's just it's, you're exaggerating yep. and uh, no I was wrong yes so we went and, went and worked out whatever blah 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 like half hour 35 minutes later uh, we're getting ready to leave, and uh, and we both happen to get done at the same time, so we're walking back to the locker room, and as we're walking, Sarah's like, there she is, there she is, there's the girl. And we were on a direct path to pass right by her. Yes, she was like, pass- she was coming right toward us, and we were walking toward the locker room. So uh, so I purposefully, I, I looked at her, just like out of the corner of my eye, I didn't want to like make eye contact, but I was paying attention to what she was doing, and I watched her, and as we walked by, she turned her head, and like, get got her eyes into like almost a Clint Eastwood stare, mm-hmm. and stared at you the entire time yes. you walked by, like out of nowhere, there was no other reason for it. No, and I and smiled. This, like I, this, I looked at her and smiled, and then I got that back. With this scowl of just, mm, that's Sarah Dillon. So whatever it is that you did to her, she's really pissed off about whatever it. So I what did, did you do? I didn't do anything. I just stopped listening to her stupid story about having a baby and how my pregnancy wait. And it's uh-huh. just, it was so annoying. And then I've heard her talking. I've accidentally gotten stuck next to her. Well, I mean, maybe this could have been the start of it because I was like next to her on the elliptical. And like she looked at me and she was just like, hi. But I had my headphones on. I'm like, oh, headphones. The TV. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, clearly, I don't want to have a conversation with you. And then she ended up uh, talking, having the same locker room conversation as she had with some other woman to the girl next to her Uh on the other elliptical, talking like this poor girl who, like, was just trying to be nice and Uh say something. And she's like, oh, let me tell you, I'm having a hard time burning off these pregnancy pounds. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this because I just want to kind of go down this instance. Obviously, I'm not in the women's locker room. Does she have other friends in there? No. Okay, but are she's you She's always worried, there, but she though? has, but she has her multiple children. She has both of her children there, and she goes to the gym every day. I know she drops them off because I see them whenever I'm there. 
at least maybe once or twice a week, I hear her name get called to the kids to the kids area. Oh, because they have a daycare thing. Because they have a daycare area, and I don't. I think that she just kind of stays there all day. Which I mean, good on her. It's cheaper than childcare, but I mean, like she. Her kids are always because she always like I will see the people come up and be like, hey, you know, so and so, you need to come and deal with your children. Pick up your kids. Yeah, so I I always see her doing that. So I know that she's well, there with her kids at the gym every day. Are you kind of worried though, just a little bit of maybe like you go to take a shower and you're in there by yourself, and all of a sudden it like clears out and it's just her and she's standing there and she has like a couple of friends with her and they walk in and and like close the door. And, uh, you know, almost like a prison type scene where she could, she could like, they all have towels wrapped up in knots and then, you know, maybe they, uh, maybe they go after you a little bit for, for disrespecting no. them. Well, let me tell you, I, I think that saying. she does have friends that she goes with sometimes, but I've heard, cause you can't help but hear the conversation cause you're in the locker room and it's echoing. Like her friends will try to talk to her about their problems. I will hear them like try to have a conversation. She's, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember you know, the first time I was pregnant. She's like, no, 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 but you don't even know what it was like when I was pregnant. Oh. Like my, She won't even – like the friends that she has, she doesn't even allow to speak. Okay, it's so always just well, that the means same she's story. in charge. I'm saying you should maybe watch your back a little bit. Maybe watch your back when you she go is, to the shower. Don't turn smaller. your back on the door. She's kind of like you. She's a little scrappy. Yeah, well, and you get two or three of them, and there's mm-hmm. no accounting for the, the amount of All anger that she and has. Nails. I'm just saying you ought to be a little bit careful. Because uh, you could wind up with some welts and bruises, and they'll be like, don't talk about this. You don't say this to anyone. Well, all I'm saying is that I didn't do anything. I, I listened that to doesn't her matter. Full, I it listened doesn't to matter. her full conversation. I listened to it once. I feel like that's enough. I'm like, oh, well, you know, you look great. Best of luck to you. Have it, have a nice workout. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you did the right thing. She's got it out for you. Whatever you did, she's got it out for you. I'm just saying you should be really careful in there. Because you don't you don't want to get caught uh, you know when the Sallies come in and they're they're ready to get some vengeance on they're you. They're already there. It's like yeah. oh I hear you don't want to hear about my pregnancy story. Yeah. What's up, bitch? Now. Yeah. Huh? That's how that's how I picture it goes down in there. That's okay. how I think it's gonna so happen. First, they're gonna so close first the door. And they're locker room yep. beatdowns. Yep. And then there'll be like the the uh, the trainer that's in there that works for the company and that's not and she out. sees what's going on. She's like oh and just turns her back. And since and the other girl's off. probably been a member longer than me, like she gets mm-hmm. higher up. Yeah. Like she gets. That's how things happen. You got to be careful in the locker room. I'm just saying you should watch your back. Okay, watch your back a little bit. That's all I'm. That's all I'm going to say. I'm. Uh, you know, if you show up with welts, I won't ask any questions. But I, I'll okay. know. All I'll right. Know. Thanks. Well, at least I know. Well, it's kind of comforting to know it's not all in my mind, but it's actually slightly terrifying because she looks a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Locker room beatdown. Yeah. By the Sally's. Stay away. Well, yep. it seems like if she's, she doesn't seem like she's uh, trying to confront me about anything. She just seems to like the glare. No, she's holding it in. She's mm-hmm. holding it in for the right moment. All right. Yep. Well, um, maybe we should bring on our guest because I want to hear what his uh, his take on this is. All right. A super secret guest? Super secret. Super secret. Super secret. What do we got here? This is the... I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a thing. Just bring him on. Oh. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. The one and only Aaron Duran. Hi, Aaron. Hello. You this, don't think this, this girl's going to murder long, me, do you? This is a long intro. I like this good, like, meaty... Geo, 1995 Geo Cities era. Yeah, I was wondering what this is like the eight bit version. Yeah. Like, what are we? Like, where did you find? It? I found the, it on the internet where you from, find all good things from the Super Nintendo Star Trek video game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I feel like I could play this on my Casio. Like, yeah, I keep waiting for like a flash thing to come up. It says, "Please leave a comment to up my tracker marker." <laughs> What's well, so whimsical it is? Yay. This is totally a video game version. <laughs> Wow. Wow, I want to be the, the harp player on this one. I know. That is. That's right. Vulcan harp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want this to be a ringtone, Aaron. So how are you, Aaron? I'm pretty good. You doing know, doing doing good right now. Yeah, that woman, she's going to... Yeah, you're... 
Do you think she's gonna? She's balling it up. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna you're gonna look at her wrong. You're not gonna realize it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look at her wrong, and in her mind, you're gonna be asking for it. That's yep. true. If I'm already like walking with a friend through the gym, she still has the stones sit there and like glare at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. you'll and there's nothing worse than. Um, like the naked beat down. Yeah. There's going to be socks with batteries in them. Yeah. All kinds of things. Watch yeah. out. Make sure she doesn't have batteries on her. Yeah. See if she's like has an inordinate amount of like size D batteries. Yeah. You should be really careful Thanks about for this. That. Yeah. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have like a full on like Russian steam room beat down happen. Oh God. I'm never going to go into the, the sauna area again. I wouldn't. There's no. rocks in there. She'll take the pain of grabbing those hot rocks if she can inflict it on you later. Um, like uh, what was that Eastern Promises? That yeah, fight scene. Exactly. It'll be like that, but with vaginas mm. and tits. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, you got to be careful. I there. don't know. I could just the reason why I didn't really enjoy her story the first time was because you can smell the crazy. Like yeah. she just had these wild eyes. Like did and not care about anything else. I've had a lot of friends that have had babies. All good people. I hate being around pregnant people when they talk. And, and it makes me sound like a no. Like I a don't, douche. and I know that's that fine. I just I, no, as a non-baby maker yeah. from a home of non-baby wanters, <laughs> babies are fine. That's great. All my friends, thankfully, are good people, and I'm glad they're breeding. But it's like, I, <laughs> it's like no, that's the thing. <laughs> like, I think that she was mad that I didn't have anything to contribute to the conversation too, because she's just like, oh well, how many kids do you have? Do you have any kids? I'm like, oh no, I don't. Don't have any children. Not gonna have the children. She's like, oh. So there's no one you can tell. You're right? not okay. a real woman. You yeah. don't want to like yeah. squirt something out of you. Ew. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's sliced out. Well, that just means, though, there's nobody you can tell, so you're on your own. And you don't actually count as a person since you haven't yeah. had kids. So that's all the more you're looking for a beatdown. There's I a beatdown so. that's going to happen. I suppose it's actually so. kind of bullshit. Women deal with that way more than guys have to. Yeah. A dude can say, I'm never having kids. Mm. And someone will go, oh, all right. But yeah. when a woman says that, they actually are looked at like something's wrong. Oh yeah, with you. do you know As how many? As if you have to have a kid to be a real woman. How many looks I get saying like, "Oh, you just haven't met the right person." I'm like, "No, I just don't want a child." Yeah, <laughs> like that doesn't it, like conducive to the things that I want to do in my life. I just, yeah. I, I, I am happy for all my friends who have kids. I love my friends' kids, and I love my friends who are going to have kids. However, for me, it's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. Beat down. Yeah. All right. Well, part uh, of me likes the idea because I like the idea of. Like Jen coming home, and there I am with my kid dressed as Robin, and we and he or she and I have like trashed the house defending justice. <laughs> but I know that's only like a thirty minute window <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in a life of crying and screaming and pooping and hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars that I don't want to spend on a child because I am a selfish asshole. Yeah, well that's fine. But mm-hmm. I you have the right it. to be. <laughs> yeah, that's your right. That's your right. Yes, yep. it's I'm a really good uncle. I'm an awesome uncle. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to get to be an aunt one of these days. I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah. yeah, well, there we go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, right. so the girl, yes, the girl at the gym, mean. Okay. However, we did talk about something on Friday. We did indeed. Something that we had <laughs> to, we weren't supposed to talk perhaps about. Uh, censor ourselves and put out a little bit later. <laughs> you were rebels talking about blank blank. <laughs> blank, blank blank is life. my favorite show on the blank network. <laughs> Yeah, so if you listen to Friday's show, you know that uh, Sarah and I were scheduled to be seed fillers at the Gold Rush Live uh, Season 3 finale. So Gold Rush is this show on the Discovery Channel Mm -hmm. where it follows around different groups of gold miners, like three or four different groups, and they're all up in Alaska at different mines trying to collect gold, and they compete against each other because there's like goals they have to get on how much gold to collect. So they compete now? Yeah, they compete in that 
Yeah, it's it, yeah. I they have to get to, like the most weight. Like they they set goals for themselves, and then they have yeah. to like, achieve those goals. And then, yeah, and they have to achieve yeah. the goal. Like they set out. You know, we are, we're going to collect five hundred ounces this uh, gold season. Yeah, because you have to do it before before the permafrost sets in, before it gets too cold or whatever. The ice gets you know the the ground gets too cold to dig, and so they're all competing against each other. And this was the season finale. So I guess all season long they've been following them, and then the you know trials and tribulations of of collecting gold, which sounds mm-hmm. like it's insane. Yeah, it sounds just from nuts. the uh, just from what we watched. But we we got asked to uh, to help out in being <laughs> seat fillers, which um, literally we're moving it on was. Up, Aaron. I don't know if yeah, you know about yeah, this. Yeah. Moving up the seat filler line. My mom, my mom, when I told her. She's like, well, maybe you can work your way up and be an Oscar seat filler. And is <laughs> that is, that, that is a, a oh, goal, God, I suppose. Sitting through the Oscars, no thanks. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, we can talk about that here in a yeah. minute too. But with with this, so it's exactly what you think it is. It's we have people <laughs> we get uh, like the way it's scheduled is it was us and like a few other people that were the seat fillers. And at certain times, they need people to get up out of their seat or they have to go to the bathroom or something like that. And they always want it, since it's a live studio audience, it always has to look full. <laughs> or they have to, like, remove a row of chairs so they can bring somebody in and then they put them all back. So we were we were seat fillers. And as it turned out, we got our seats for for the entire time. Yeah. Like, I was actually supposed to be moved at one point for uh, for a special guest who was going to be sitting in my spot. And so at some point during a commercial break, I kept waiting. They were going to come and pick me out and take me out of there and put some surprise guest that I, I assumed the camera would pan to. And that, that didn't end up happening. I think they must <laughs> have like, a change of plan. What do I do? Yeah, I <laughs> kept waiting to go. Well, funny, I do love, though, the idea of like no one telling the cameraman that the guest was coming. <laughs> and on cue, swing you and just you wave like, hello, Hi. Discovery <laughs> Channel. That would have been awesome. <laughs> they got the wrong name under there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Would you like to buy a Honda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun. Well, like, we, So we showed up. Um, so uh, the famous Scott Daly was actually working on the same set. Yeah, I heard he did some production stuff. He did. he did. Yeah. He was all fancy like where he had like his earpiece and his walkie-talkie and everything. Uh-huh. And when Greg and I got there, he looked very like, official. And he's like, yeah. all right, you guys you just go around there to the warehouse and you get in line and I'll, we'll make sure to get you in as soon as we can. Well, I'm like, and Scott's right. tall and he was dressed all in black and you had the whole earpiece with the walkie-talkie and he looked very official. Doing a lot of copy that. Yeah. All right, we gotta copy that out of here. Well, yeah. and I kept texting like, him too right. while I was there because we got there and there was just this mass of people. They were waiting to get him in, and so I texted him like, "Dude, I'm gonna totally start some rumors in the line and make everybody." Oh get my rile god, this up. is so annoying. <laughs> this was so annoying. So we get there and it's like a you know it's a cattle call because basically everyone's waiting to get their seats because everyone has their tickets, and then the non-ticketed people who are the seat fillers like us, we all have to wait for everyone to get there. Then you have to go through security, right. which we could, t- couldn't understand at first why we had to go through security because I didn't think anyone was gonna bum rush the stage for you know like the gold rush people. Yeah. I mean, because nobody's going to mess with like some hard-ass dudes who are from Alaska until we realized uh, the reason why there was security. Yeah, there was over $2 million worth of gold nice. in that room. It was ridiculous. Hence why they, the secrecy. Yes. So Hence why like we in, weren't supposed to be talking were about Were they like it. in bullion or they just kind of have raw ore? They were five-ounce bars. Bars? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. bars yeah. yeah, and this was all on the show. You can go back and watch the show and see this because they talk about how, it's, how much money it is and they show the security guards surrounding it and it really was like that. <gasps> They were hardcore about that, dude. So we got there. Don't go near the gold. I was. That I saw was like these, the number one rule when we were getting seated. So all the people, the tickets had their seats, and then we got our seats. They're like, "All right, so you're going to be sitting here, and Greg, you're going to be sitting here." So then we um, we go upstairs to fill our seats, and then right when you get up, there's the huge set, but then there's this wooden table that the host guy is sitting behind, and then there are these piles of gold, and then we see these guys with fucking bulletproof vests on, <laughs> holding guns, and I'm yeah. like, 
what the fuck? And I, I didn't know that it was real. I thought that maybe it was fake gold. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. This is like $1.95 million worth of gold. Yeah. Like, holy shit. So to like, keep people from <laughs> rushing the stage. Yeah, it's it was the real deal. So Rushing the stage. Where the hell are you going to go once you grab the gold? No, I don't right. know. Yeah. I, there's nowhere. There was no way to get out of now. there. And there, the way, way it was set up, like the only place you could run to if you had you done that would be, it was like a, a two-story drop-off. Like yeah. there's nowhere you could get. Yeah. There was like two stairs in, like one in, one out. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what it was. And so I, I don't know what anybody would do. Which was hilarious too because, yeah, so they had, uh, they hired Ian Carmel actually. So during commercial breaks, Ian Carmel would come out and like work with the crowd yeah. and mm-hmm. ask questions and stuff. And he was making so many jokes about like seeing if anyone wanted to like rush the stage for the gold. He's like, if you guys want to do it, you know, totally. I mean, these guys, you, you could probably get out of here. And you could tell that the security guards were not amused <laughs> at all as yeah. Ian kept making jokes about alluding to the fact that they could take the gold. No, he was doing a, He did a great job. Oh, yeah. Ian was really good. He was but awesome. Yeah, well, we were, before we even got in there, though, waiting in this big, it was basically like a cattle call line that they were waiting to let people in. So, yeah, I was, I was telling Scott I was going to start rumors just to, like, rile everybody up. Because they were super fans of the show that were there. They'd won, like, contests to be there. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, I heard they're going to pick one audience member to join one of the teams next year. No, but he's- Were like, you really yeah. doing that? No, it was so embarrassing. I was just saying God. it to Sarah, but I'd say it, like, a it little bit loud. It was so embarrassing. So we're standing in line. We're, we're surrounded. There are probably, like, 100 people, and we're all standing here just like, all right, waiting to get in. Like, what the hell? And Greg is so <laughs> embarrassing. He's standing there and he's like, hey, so you, and this is about as loud as it is. Like, everyone's just kind of quietly talking to him. And he's like, hey, do you know if they're going to pull somebody out of the audience to be like the member of the next season? <laughs> hey, you know that Johnny Depp's going to be a special guest? He's totally, he's totally backstage right now. He's going to come on and just. <laughs> Johnny Depp, world renowned panhandler. Oh my <laughs> God. Handle, and then I fixated on John Goodman. It was John Goodman for some reason was going to be there. Yeah, John Goodman's a special, special panelist. He's going to be there tonight. Are some people believing you? No. Okay. I'd, well, I don't know. I Maybe. didn't say it that loud, but I just—you were I saying wanted to it do loud. It. You were saying it loud enough for me to be like, "Shut the fuck up, Greg." It was embarrassing. I moved away from him. I'm like, "You aren't funny," and he's oh just like, God. "It was awful." The worst is the—they're going to grab someone from the audience <laughs> because that's like the kind of stuff a network would do. Yeah. They would probably advertise it ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, but. No, so Greg just kept saying, like, oh, and they're going to put him on to the next season. Oh, did you know, Bo, that, that one of the people's going to actually be able to get a real bar of gold? No, they're going to give it to one select audience member. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. So we finally get in. Yeah, and go upstairs and see all the bars of gold and stuff. And then it was really interesting to see the live show happening. So I ended, yeah. up, I ended up having a seat actually right on the aisle, like yeah. right there, like when where the camera kept panning. Yeah, that's pine camera, camera position. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, so I was actually sitting between. You probably made it on it. Because sure. I, I was a couple of seats in. I don't know how much yeah. I would have been on there. but Well, they kept removing the seat because I was one seat in, and the woman who was sitting on the end seat was actually the wife of the producer of yeah. the show. And then the guy on the other side of me was the guy that owned all of the uh, machines that they yeah. used on the show. So I was sitting between two very fancy people right like the guy next to me who's British and he was just like hey what are you doing here just being kind of like snotty at first just being British yeah and then I totally um, warmed him up to me and then we ended up like shooting the shit and he was telling me about how much money he makes on that show which I won't say which is a lot of money but um producer no he has he owns the machines that are used on the show oh yeah no that's yeah yeah so he's just like he he was talking to me he's like do you see that do you see that that just made me some money right there I'm like oh my god wow and sitting next to the producer's wife who had the biggest diamond ring I have ever seen in my life. Ever. It was like half a dime. Was she hot? Yeah. Oh, she was like, her legs were about this big. Yeah. And she was how, an older woman, but big? she was yeah. like, that's about her, it was about the size of, her legs were about the size of like Mickey's cans. Well, that's, that's the least sexy thing. I know, but that's what these, the fancies, 
the fancies yeah, are I all know. super thin. The fancies. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like saying, and then the fancies, so I'm sitting ne- next to the producer's wife, next to the guy who owns all the machines, and in front of me are, are the host's wife, brother, and best friend. So I'm surrounded by all of them. So like all the people keep coming up around me and talking to everyone around me, and then I am like this faceless seat filler <laughs> as they're all looking at me like, do I know you? I'm like, no, I'm just a seat filler. <laughs> I mean, even so much so that Todd, the, the head gold rush Todd, guy at the end, yeah. Todd came up and he was talking to the British dude next to me, and he's like, oh, hello. And I'm like, hi, and just shook his hand because I don't really know what yeah. to say to him. He's from Sandy. Gold you can talk rush to him guy. Fine. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what to say because I don't watch the show and like everyone else is so starstruck by him. Well, yeah. there, like, there were a lot of people because you were sitting next to the fancies. I was sitting next to super fans and uh, <laughs> this one kid next to me and he must have been, I'm going to guess 19, maybe, maybe 18 or 19. And he was a super fan. So one of the, one of the gold rush crews involves this kid who's like 18 yeah. that runs his own gold mining operation and he's one of the stars of the show and this kid knew him and I was like oh so you know are you a fan of the show he's like oh yeah well I really like and I can't remember the guy's name but he's like, I really like him I've met him a few times because we go to school and I go to school with one of his uh, one of his friends that went to high school with him so I've met him a few times I've hung out with him I could text him right now I could text him right now if I wanted to and well he's like, on his <laughs> live TV show oh that's no a good and he idea. didn't do it but yeah, I mean it was it was neat I mean the kid was just a super fan but oh, he was yeah. so starstruck <laughs> By this, by this 18-year-old guy who runs a gold mining operation that he's met a few times. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of neat in one way because this is, this is a big deal for him. Oh, I'm like, so oh, exciting, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool, dude. Go for it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. cl- once he realized I clearly wasn't, like, impressed or something, like, I wasn't mad or anything. I'm just like, oh, yeah, neat, neat. He's like, well, don't get me. And just like <laughs> lost, ahead. he lost all power over you. Yeah, like, he, he had no he power. Over you. Yeah. Maybe that's like the girl at the no gym power. who she had no power over me because I couldn't understand her with her pregnancy woes, and so that's why she could tell that. No, I wasn't no, she's that's just oh. evil. She's gonna kill you. Yeah, oh. this guy was just a dude. Yeah, this guy was Dudes just a dude. Don't think that way, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, and he was like, okay, well, you're not impressed. Well, screw you. I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. And yeah. I think that's how he. And that's not how I meant it. I was just like, well, neat. Okay, yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was it was great. It was just it was, it was very, fun to see it. Yeah, it was neat to see. I love like seeing how things work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was neat to see all the people and like all the work that actually put and like goes into making a live show. Yeah. And it was pretty cool to see two million dollars just yeah. sitting there. Yep. And Sarah and I did not get kicked out, so we we successfully well, good. managed. I like that. how you measured no. that as a successful <laughs> job. We, we were, didn't get kicked out. Well, we were not this, asked to leave. There's this one part when there is uh, so the surprise guest that whose seat Greg was filling. Mm-hmm. And spoilers if you haven't seen it, but this came out on Friday, so sorry. and it was live. Yeah, yeah right. and it was live. Yeah. It was live, and it's already been replayed. So uh, the special guest was the young kids. Grandfather, grandfather yeah, who they who's flew on in, the show. yeah, who who's like uh, who had taught his his grandson all about you know like panning for gold and yeah. everything, and so they flew him. He's a ninety three year old man, flew him in from Alaska, and that's who seat Greg was filling. Yeah, and I didn't realize because there was this name on there. It said John something or other, whatever his last name is, and I just had this envelope, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm supposed to get up at some point for this guy, so I just sitting there waiting for that to happen, <laughs> and then it walks up, and I'm like, oh, it's a ninety three year old dude. I'm like, how the hell is he even going to get back in? Here? Yeah, I know. So they must have changed their people. mind. Oh. Yeah, so they put him on stage, but. But then, so that was when they they were panning back the camera because he was walking toward the stage. So they removed the producer's wife next to me. So I'm sitting on the edge of the row, and I'm like, oh god! And the British guy next to me, he, he, he keeps like bumping me. He's like, I'm gonna push ya. I'm gonna push you. <laughs> <laughs> he kept like nudging me. I'm like, Jeez. this billionaire awesome. British guy that I've now befriended is just like, I'm gonna push you on the camera, guy. <laughs> just like hitting me. I'm like, stop it. And so we're sitting there, and so the old man, he's so cute, is walking down in the camera. You know. It was all like panning back, and so I'm standing. I'm sitting there at the edge, edge of the aisle, you know, doing my clapping. 
thing, thing. Yeah. And then the old man stops next to me, and I could see the camera right on me, and I don't know what to do, so I'm just sitting there, like, and everyone's starting to stand around me, so I'm like, all right, and, like, awkwardly get up while I'm clapping <laughs> stand. You should have just smacked his ass. Go on. <laughs> oh, I want to watch the replay just to see if you were on there awkwardly clapping. There, yeah. It has to be, because he was, be, he was yeah. right next to me. You were right there. And then that was when the camera stopped, and he was, like, standing there, like, waving. Man, and Sarah, like, you got to update your IMDb page. Oh, oh yeah. Well, because their whole reunion where the grandfather and son, <laughs> like, start hugging and everything is right in front of you. Yeah, it happened yeah, right Yeah, you got to be me. on there. You must have made it onto the final cut. Just oh, Sarah looking around like, so now they're hugging. How long can I keep happening? Because <laughs> I'm like, all right, there's some people standing, but not all. I'm standing on the edge. Should I stand or should I just sit and clap? Yeah. So I was like, kind of. I think I did this kind of weird, like, hesitation thing. Oh, not God. awkward at all. <laughs> not awkward at all. Plus, it was kind of warm in there, so I'm like all shiny, and I've eaten off half of my lipstick. So, I mean, I'm sure that <laughs> I look You've just eaten amazing. your lipstick? <laughs> oh, I want to find a clip. If anybody can find a clip of Sarah on this show, that would be fantastic. Please just, find it. Just give, put it in a gift form and just have it repeat yep. forever. That's, oh, we hey, got was it. The, was the British machine guy, was he single? No, he's a he was uh, an older chap. He well, was, I say you could have finally had your my sugar gold daddy. See, he yeah. was a legitimate tycoon. So if I had gone along with he my idea of being a gold tycoon, I, maybe that would have impressed the kid next to me. I don't know why. Just I I even tried the Trailblazers route to see if that would get him. I was like, oh yeah, well actually, Sarah and I do a show for the Trailblazers. Like, oh neat. Like he could care less unless it involved gold mining. <laughs> there was no getting through to this kid. Yeah, was I was this just, after you I was had, nothing to him. Was this after you were already disinterested in the fact that he knew the kid though? Yeah. See, See what you should have done yeah. is you should have thought up something really obscure <laughs> that might be involved in the mining industry. Yeah. And throw that out there when he says, "What do you do? Do you, do you do this guy?" And you're like, "Well, you know, I don't do mining, but." I own the company that processes the special oil that maintains the machinery. Yeah, if I'd have gone that route. Like, something totally obscure that, like, he can't really call bullshit on uh-huh. because he doesn't want to look like he doesn't, like, he right. doesn't know the lingo. Yeah. So he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really important part of mining. I go, oh, yeah, man, without yeah. my, without my, my uh, GX23 green oil, <laughs> he's like, those, those dirt removers, they just stop. Yeah, man. They don't make money without me. Especially made for cold temperatures. You yeah. know, I, I spent <laughs> years right. researching that up in the, uh, sub-zero the viscosity. Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. that's the angle. You always got to yep, yep. pull out. Yep, pull yep. Out pull out a kind of bigger word that he wouldn't viscosity. be able to figure out. Yeah, viscosity. That'd be good. Well, that's a real one. Yeah, I yeah. know. A real word. Yeah. I've, I've seen Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I have no idea how that relates. So but it's talking yeah. about the viscosity of post-its. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. It's just like we want to plus a chicken and music show. You you bring up like that you're like the backup bassist for the road band. <laughs> you <laughs> know, that like, really impressive though. I don't know, but it's the like backup it's a, bassist. Like for it's the road enough band. that if you've already got a little bit of game going with her, if you can throw that little bit of nugget in, it, like she can't call you on it. Because <laughs> how? I mean, unless she's intimately involved with the band, but by then she's not going to be wanting to strip you anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Didn't you have some guy try to tell you he was the bassist for? The Outfield or something. The Outfield. That was like, which I don't even know what that band is. The Outfield. They sang uh, uh, Northern Life in a Northern Town. I have no idea what the fuck that is. I've heard that one. Yeah, I really don't know. It's it's an awesome song. Yeah. Okay. But (laughs) but let me tell you. So my billionaire sugar gold daddy tycoon that was sitting next to me. We did end up exchanging business cards. He's like, oh, he's like, I'll check out your show. (laughs) Well, and if he's listening right now, hello. No, he was very nice. Employment radio can always use investors, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It was it, it was, was a lot funny. Of fun. Like I didn't because you know when I sat down, I didn't expect anything, and then all of a sudden, um, like it kind of looked like they were like, "I was expecting Peter to be sitting there. Who the hell are you?" Because there was like, "Why are you in my yank. seat?" Yeah. Well, and I don't want to say her name to, to get her in trouble or anything mm. associated with that. But big thank you to our friend who asked us to do that. That was so much fun. Yes, we're always thank ready very for much. To, for anything. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a good experience. 
It, it was, was. De- definitely fun. It to was see definitely a fun way to spend a Friday mm-hmm. evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot yeah. of drama. I mean, I have to admit, I do kind of want to watch some episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. Just to just to get maybe some of the back. And to be clear, I when understand. I said eating my lipstick, I wasn't eating a tube of lipstick. I was chewing my lips. And <laughs> oh, I know what you meant, but it still seems weird. <laughs> I just picture you so eating what's it. You got you... it smeared all over your face. <laughs> yeah. So what's like weird? But Steve Buscemi crying. Oh yeah. God. So what's worse? You actually gnawing on your lipstick, or just the camera panning and you're like nom, 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 <laughs> on your bottom <laughs> lip? Oh God. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a that's the commitment that I made with wearing red lipstick because you guys don't know about the lipstick. But if you commit to wearing a color, you have to be able to reapply it. And there were cameras on us all the time, so I just kind of well. And also, I know this term does apply to gold Um. mining, but the the word glory hole brought up so many times. It it was it was pretty funny. It was just like glory hole. I'm 12. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I did. And that was another thing. I tried to, uh, for some reason, because this kid was the only one to talk to me. The guy on my left, that dude was serious business. Oh, the guy with the neck tattoo? Yeah, he, yeah, he, dude, he was he not was... fucking around. Because I sat down, I'm like, hi, hi. Oh, and man, he was. Get this. I think he was, he was on around. the show because I swear to God, when they were showing a oh. recap, I saw that uh, that same neck tattoo with somebody. They've the had show. a lot of people just quit the show. I think. Yeah, because I think he was on it because I saw because he had that like weird because I saw him next to you and he had this enormous neck tattoo and it was like a okay. big rose. And when I saw somebody on the show, they had the exact you know, same neck tattoo. Maybe that is it. And I've yet to meet someone with a neck tattoo that is laid back. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, I don't think I've ever met a neck tattoo person that's chill. Oh, my friend Smiley's pretty chill. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he, you know, Smiley is all mm. kinds of stuff there. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, this dude, this dude was very serious. He was very. I knew serious. I, there was no getting through to him because I, I said hi when I sat down, and smiled, and he just looked straight ahead, all stern. So maybe he was mad because he wasn't part of the show. I don't that know. Could Who be knows? It. Who knows what it was? Yeah. But I, I gave we up can't on him. Venture, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, Aaron, we know that you had an exciting weekend too. I did. Uh, super super busy weekend. Uh, first, um, what did I do Friday? Anyway. Um, Saturday <laughs> night, it was uh, my friend Nate Ailing's birthday. He's one of the co-hosts of Accidental Housewives. So it was his Which is bir- happening tonight. Happening tonight at yes. 7. It was his birthday. He turned 30. Oh, so my the, goodness. The, wow. I know, feel old. <laughs> yeah. The theme of the party was Nate Dark 30. Uh, and we headed up at a friend's house over on uh, up on the kind of the east side of Hawthorne, awesome. uh, right below the mountain there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much fun. Oh, uh, cool. Many great cocktails. And then two piñatas were brought out. And they were destroyed by lightsabers and a broadsword. Why would they not be? Uh, while amazing, and this is why I love all my friends in Portland so much, um, everyone began to sing Princes of the Universe by Queen, which was the theme song to the Highlander show. <laughs> like, he pulled the sword, and all of a sudden, there's 30 people going, Here we are! And I'm like, oh my god, everyone here knows Princes of the Universe! <laughs> so we're all singing this Queen song from the Highlander TV series. Um, while Nate's just wailing on these tiny piñatas with a just it was an aluminum sword but when you're drunk and you lose grip of a sword you could still hurt somebody um, yeah that could that could definitely yeah, happen yeah yeah so that was a magical time but in between well Friday Saturday also in between that I also went down to the Wizard World Con that was at the Orange Convention Center yeah which I have seen a lot of posts about that I did yeah. not uh, I did not end up do- going there but it was expensive uh, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's really why um, how was that thing it's not a bad show I mean there's this whole political thing about Wizard World moving into Portland because we've got Emerald we've got Rose City Comic Con which is happening in September RCCC yeah, uh, yeah. Sometown which is happening in April uh, totally different. Stumptown's totally different show from from Wizard World, so Stumptown's really not. Wizard World doesn't really kind of. We don't really connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, uh, Stumptown is the creator owned 
100% comic show, and Wizard World is more of a pop culture show. That's kind of how they've always branded themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was okay, though. I mean, when you go to a Wizard World, you, you kind of have to know what you're going to get. And they don't... I feel bad. It w- For people that have never been to some kind of big Comic-Con event, mm-hmm. they had fun. And see, and I, I saw a lot of families and people there having a good time. And really, that's all I care about. Is people were having a good time. That's exactly that's what I think too. Like I don't really want to take away from anybody if they're having like the best time ever. It's like, well, it's their money and their yeah. Time like if that's some what of them never do. been to one of these shows. I wasn't going to go up to them and say, you know, these guys aren't local. And I wasn't going to like go down that whole path. Um, because I saw especially a lot of families that have never been to a show like this because they can't, you know, they they maybe they can't get away. You know, even though Emerald City, which is next week in Seattle, it's not that far. If you're a family with like three kids. Mm-hmm. Even a trip, a weekend trip to Seattle is really expensive. Oh, yeah. Hotel rooms, gas, all that stuff. Food, yeah. Yeah, they're never going to be able to afford to go to San Diego or any of these big shows. So Wizard World kind of fills this weird middle ground that if you don't have a really strong local pop culture show, Wizard World kind of fills that gap. Mm -hmm. They go to markets that maybe don't get the bigger shows. They go to like Portland or like to Houston. They go to shows that don't have massive events. Yeah. And they are kind of like the circus comes to town. They come in, they put up a flashy tent. They're a little expensive, in my opinion. Stuff is That's a really pricey. good analogy, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the one we've been kind of using is that um, big conventions are like, good combo conventions are kind of like really great restaurants. So say like San Diego Comic-Con happens in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Say it's a restaurant and it's known for having the greatest steak in the world. Okay. And there's Emerald City. It has the greatest seafood in the world and they do one thing and they do it really well. Well, San Diego's never going to open another San Diego Comic-Con in, like, you know, Des Moines, Iowa, mm-hmm. sure. or whatever. Yeah. And you kind of want to try all these things. You can't afford to go to these cities because they're big and huge and expensive to get there. And then when you get there, it's hard to stay there and all this stuff. But, boy, you'd really like to try that steak and you'd really like to try that seafood. Wizard World is, is kind of like the Applebee's. All right. <laughs> where they don't do any one thing great, but they do a little bit of everything good enough that when you go there... If that's going to be your only exposure, you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's you for know. like maybe the not so diehard fans, right? Yeah, and like, it's yeah. I mean, I go to shows because I have dozens of these creators that I want to make because they've inspired me to to do what I do and to work harder, and I and I want to talk to them about it. But if you're just kind of a casual fan who loves all the superhero movies and you have your favorite TV show, you love Army of Darkness, and you find out that Bruce Campbell's in town then you're going to go and you're going to have fun mm-hmm. because you're going to get to shake hands with Bruce Campbell. He's going to do a 15-minute bit on stage and entertain the hell out of you. And that's going to create a memory that's going to stick with you probably for the rest of your life mm-hmm. that you had this much fun. So in that way, I'm I'm glad Wizard World is, is doing what they're doing in Portland. Their timing, I'm not the biggest fan of yeah. being the weekend before Emerald City. I think they're kind of aware of that because when they come back next year, from what I've heard, they're not going to do it. They're going to come back in January when nothing is going on. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I know a lot of Portlanders get all riled about it, and I understand, not to get too deep into it, Wizard does have a rather uh, unscrupulous past Mm -hmm. in how they've treated merchants and creators. It's very publicized. If people want to research it, it's on the internet. It's real easy to find out what had happened. From everything I've read, they are very aware of their past, and even though they're there to make money, they're trying to be different than okay. how they used to be. Okay. I don't know. 
Well, that explains because I, I didn't understand. I mean, I saw all the posts of people all upset about it and then people in support of it. I just didn't understand what it was. And that's really why. And part of so, it is that Portland gets a little butt hurt when a big company moves in. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Portland loves to kind of grow its own thing, which I love. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Rose City Comic Con. They're going into their second year in September. It's going to be an amazing show. I can already, I just know it is because last year was so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awesome. It was amazing. They're going to be in the convention center this year. They're working with the Emerald City folks. So I'm really glad that's happening and it's growing. Um, and I'm gl- and I love that Portland does that. I just sometimes think Portlanders, as a whole, when a company comes in, they kind of panic mm-hmm. a little too much, and kind of end up looking like like elitists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of end up looking like don't 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 come in our play in our backyard. This is ours. You can't come play in mm-hmm. here. You know, if you think you can do a better homegrown show, then do it by just doing a better show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Wizard World has the advantage of they've been doing this for a while. They can throw a ass ton of money into it. Mm-hmm. Where starting up shows can't do that, but you can still put on a good show and build your audience from there. Gotcha. So yeah, and you said that you're going to talk about this at length uh, this week's Geek in the City. Yeah, correct? I'll go into it more length. Yeah, mm-hmm. this Wednesday, Geek in the City. Your radio. opinions. Yeah, I mean, I have. Some, they did some things they did right. I think they did some things that I, I would never do uh, yeah. at a show. So yeah. Yeah, I'll go into it more this Wednesday. Awesome. Okay, that was my weekend though. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, from an outsider, I I like the cons. I mean, I'm new to this to the to the con thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's mm. no there's no getting around that. But uh, just from at Rose City Comic Con and then uh, Wonder Wonder uh, Northwest, Wonder Northwest. Yeah. yeah, those things. It's fun. There are a it lot really of fun. Is fun. Yeah, there's so much. I fun. love it, mm. especially as as cosplaying, which is the people dressing mm-hmm. up, is getting oh, yeah. more and more uh, mainstream success and acceptance. I, it's fun to see all the people dress up as characters. Jen and I are going to be dressed up at Emerald City for one of the days up there. We're going as characters from Archer. Nice. Awesome. Uh, well, we're just going to be just horrible, horrible people. <laughs> okay, that's good. Because we're going as the two most offensive characters. Well, actually, everyone in Archer is offensive. Yeah. So yeah. Really I was going to say yeah. the two. Let me think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, which, by the way, Portland's going to be dead this weekend. Oh, yeah, because everybody will be Everyone's up there. up there. Okay. Or everyone who's anyone. Everyone right? who's anyone. If you, okay, if you go to any kind <laughs> I'll of. I'll be like, here. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, if you want to go to a bar this weekend in Portland and not be surrounded by people, mm-hmm. like, we're all going to be in, in Seattle, probably drunk. All right. Okay. Well, I'll tell me, where, where's the where's the convention? But the main one, the Western, the main Seattle convention. Center. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it takes over all of downtown Seattle. Oh, that should be exciting. Yeah. Wow. And I'm going to see if I can meet Patrick Stewart and Billy D. Williams. Oh, my God. That would be the coolest thing ever. And uh, Prince, I always forget the real actor's name. Prince Humperdinck's going to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. And I've got a friend. She's, she lives in Texas, and she just mailed me her copy of The Princess Bride on DVD. She's been collecting signatures on this one DVD, and she doesn't have his yet. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. All right. See, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I do have some world of crazy. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear? I, do you mm-hmm. not want to hear world of crazy? Yeah. No, I want to hear. And then I do. If you have yeah. time, I have a birthday question. Oh, <gasps> yes. We'll need, okay. Well, let's do world of crazy. And then we need to get to that. Yeah. Oh, God. You're asking Greg a birthday question? It's important. Well, it's an, I, this will test his rules. There are rules, Sarah. Oh, my God. They need to be clarified. <laughs> Hello, my friends. <laughs> my name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I have a couple, uh, let's call this uh, kids or shithead stories. Okay. Well, Actually, that's... today it's uh, it's centered around younger girls. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. No, I'm not going to say oh to that. The meanest of kids. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Well, first one's out of Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Police say in North Carolina that a 12-year-old girl stole a parked car and led officers on a 20-minute police chase that reached speeds of upper 80 miles per hour. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Damn. Investigators say the girl, whose name was not released, got into a fight with her father and left after he fell asleep on the couch. The girl apparently walked to the Veterans of Foreign Wars Center about a a quarter mile from her home and stole a truck that had its keys still in it from the parking (laughs) lot. The girl drove through the North Carolina back roads before being spotted by police in Charlotte who thought she was a drunk driver because she was 12 and did not have her license. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, police say that the girl drove through Upton, Charlotte before getting on... Oh, wait. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Before uh, getting back onto Interstate 77, they said the chase reached speeds of 80 miles per hour before slowing down enough that police vehicles were able to surround her. Well, the 12-year-old girl is now facing multiple charges... The owner of the truck said the vehicle had been parked there for about two weeks after it broke down. He said he has no idea how the 12-year-old girl managed to start the vehicle. Wow. (laughs) Tiny fingers. Yeah, serious something. She was able to fix it after it had been broken down for two weeks and drive it for 20 minutes uh, for 80 miles an hour. Shithead child story number one. Number two, (laughs) Greg. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Yes. I don't know. I don't want to concern you or anything, but... You might or might not have a legi- uh, an illegitimate child living in California. Oh, oh man. Headline reads yeah. as such. California. 13-year-old girl stabs a boy in the back for stealing her bag of potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does seem like a nibbler life I mean, lesson. <laughs> if you're young and can't control the rage that comes with stealing a bag of chips, I mean... You don't steal chips. You don't steal chips. You don't it's steal true. someone's chips. So it's this true. is in Armona, California, and one student was so angered over a bag of potato chips that she stabbed another student for them. The girl, 13 years old, stabbed the boy, who was also 13, after he stole a bag of potato chips from her lunch and wouldn't give them back. Well, I mean, those are her chips. <laughs> I can kind of I can kind of yeah, understand And this. it does sound like she tried multiple times. She tried diplomacy, and when diplomacy fails... Yeah, if he wouldn't give them back, he needed to be taught a lesson. <laughs> yep. Well, the girl has been teaching a lesson, or is being taught a lesson, because she has been charged with assault. Authorities say that the young girl claimed she was only trying to poke him with the knife when he stole part of her lunch. That's called stabbing. Well, what's this kid <laughs> yes. going to get? What's he get for stealing these chips? And it doesn't say what kind of chips. Oh, well, the kid is fine, first of all. I know that you're more concerned about I mean, about yes, kind of, I hope yes. that he's okay, yes, and I'm assuming everything. Uh, let's see. It doesn't specify what kind of chips they were. Uh, mm. the, the kid is fine. Uh, he was poked, uh, poked, a.k.a. stabbed with the knife in, yeah. near his rib cage area. Oh. Uh, according to police, there are many inconsistencies about the girl's story. Um, so the girl says that it was not her knife, and she was just holding it for another student. Well, of course, that's yeah. always another mm-hmm. person's stuff, right? Those aren't my drugs. I don't no. know where those came from. <laughs> These are somebody else's pets. I was holding onto this bag for a friend. And Greg, for your um, burning question, no, it doesn't say what kind of chips they were. Okay. Yeah, there's not mm. a lot of chips I'd stab somebody over. Maybe Tim's. Tim's makes a fine chip. Tim's makes a good chip. I don't know. If you if it's your lunch and you brought it and that's all you got and you don't have time, you're at the, your lunch break, and somebody takes those Cheetos that are like the lime hot ones. Yeah. Ew, lime hot Cheetos? Sometimes the chips are an integral part of like of your sandwich Exactly. Say, yeah. say she's got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that's what she's eating that with. Well, those are good chips to go with that. Barbecue chips also good chips to go with peanut yeah. butter and jelly sandwich. Like Ew. That's an integral part of her lunch. Sometimes you need an extra crunch with your sandwich bite. It's true. That's what the chips do. You Absolutely. take that away, you're lessening your enjoyment of, chi- of, of your lunch. Then your whole lunch is ruined. Then your mind distracted. You go to class. You don't perform well in class. You bad. You do bad testing, and all of a sudden, 
you're sucking some guy off when you're 18 for blow because you couldn't get into college, all because this motherfucker took your chips. So I think sometimes a stabbing is in order. I say you call it a wash. <laughs> Let them both walk. It's <laughs> the thing's done. He learned a lesson. She learned, learned a lesson. Yeah. Everybody moves on with their lives. Well, you guys are just and the voice of reason. Nobody's uh, whoring themselves out at 18. That's See. Good. And he has one hole extra now. <laughs> but every time he looks down, he'll remember. Be like, oh, don't steal chips. That's right. Yep. Well, from yeah. young women making poor decisions <laughs> to older women. Out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire, police in New Hampshire said that they were called to a senior living apartment building <laughs> to break up an altercation between two women at a bingo game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Portsmouth police officers uh, say that officers responded to the community room at the <laughs> at the senior apartments in Portsmouth on a report of, quote, some pushing and shoving over one of the senior patrons selling Avon products at the building's regularly scheduled bingo game. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. My, shut up. It's just playing music. Why? I did. Sorry. I don't know. No, Sorry. I don't know either. Whoa. Man. Speaking of interrupting. Pandora just decided to turn on. <laughs> Mine did that yesterday. The fuck? I had the Wilson Phillips Pandora station up, and then all of a sudden I hear Wilson Phillips go like, hold on, what? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought my phone was possessed. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, so the women uh, started pushing and shoving each other because one of the other elderly patrons decided to try and sell her Avon products during the building's regu- regularly scheduled bingo game. Well, that shit gets annoying. Don't yes. interrupt during bingo. You have to listen. A, yeah. they're old, so their their hearing isn't that great. They're yeah. not fast with the dauber anymore. You got some bitch coming up trying to sell fucking uh, hand yeah. wash while you're trying to hear A2. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to buy this. Well, yes, the altercation appeared to have been started over the fact that one resident was upset by another. So one woman was upset by the woman who was selling the Avon and disrupting the scheduled bingo event that occurs. Uh, the woman who was upset about the bingo being disturbed allegedly grabbed the Avon selling woman by the arm and <laughs> left the and left marks on the victim's That's arm. Awesome. Well, I mean... By the way, this is my wife someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see Jen... In her twilight years, just thrown down because someone got lippy to her in bingo. Oh, I can see that too, actually. Yeah. She damn near will do it now. When she's <laughs> older and feisty, oh, yeah. man, it's going to be on. Well, and that's for, there's a time and place for Avon, not when you're in the middle of a game of bingo. No, wait, especially if it's blackout. Yeah. If it's blackout. Oh, yeah. That You could win like 50 bucks at blackout. You well, know how much tapioca that is? Well, and you're right. They are hard of hearing. I mean, they don't need some lady clamoring on about nail polish. Yeah, that's just six ounces here. Yeah. That's a deal you can't really pass up. Did I you think that you. Really should. Uh, you know, we should really try a different color on Stab. you. Stab. Yep. And fair enough. Yeah. Lucky she didn't have knitting needles. Yeah. Shank. See, this is another. It proves you're never too old to learn a lesson. Yeah. If this lady had been stabbed when she was 12 years old back in the day, she probably wouldn't yeah. do this. Fucking chatty Kathy. You in should your be ear. able to stab at least one person once when you're a kid. <laughs> Lessons all around. Just get away with one stabbing. Yeah. Like yeah. a card. Sure. Like, after you do it, like, the principal, like, all right. Um, there Aaron, it is. All right, Aaron, give me your stab card. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? Like, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Aaron, how's your day? Well, I had to use my stab card, Mom. Yeah. All right, mijo. It's done. Was it for a good cause? Well, yeah, he was trying to take my chips. Well, okay, fair enough. It was chocolate milk day, too. Everybody learns a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I like this world. It's yeah, fine. I like yeah. it, too. I nice. don't want to ever live in your world. I wonder why I and you people ask why I'm not going to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fools. It's making more sense. <laughs> well, in other news, uh, from crazy women to men, a man has been accused of breaking into a Davenport lingerie store, but he should have kept his clothes on and his tattoos covered as Davenport police said they had little trouble identifying him. So this guy's name was Jose Angel Perales. 
Uh, he's been charged with third-degree burglary and third-degree theft in connection with a burglary of Dr. John's Lingerie Boutique. Oh, my. <laughs> Dr. John's. Dr. John's. Who goes lingerie <laughs> shopping at a Dr. John's? <laughs> well, he went lingerie stealing. So this is what oh, happened. Yeah. So according to the arrest affidavit filed by Davenport Police, investigators re- viewing the surveillance video saw a man enter the southeast door of the business. According to the affidavit, the man walked around the store and shopped before going into the manager's office. When the man left the manager's office, he was completely naked. However, the, sur- the surveillance video showed a tattoo on the man's back that read Perales in old English lettering, which is his last name. It's How is it spelled? P-E-R-A-L-E-S. Okay. In checking Iowa's mugshot system, police identified the man in the video by his last name tattooed on his back as Jose Perales. Uh, Perales spent two years, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> two hours. What? What? All right, he's walking around naked and he spent about two hours in the store trying on various items. He then left the store wearing a dress and a blonde wig. Wait, they let him wander naked for two hours and then decided to maybe call yeah, the cops? Yeah, there's something a little fishy about this. He then left the store wearing a, d- store d- wearing a dress and a blonde wig belonging to the business. He was also carrying a Dr. John's lingerie store merchandise bag containing various items belonging to the business. Huh. Look, I'm all for weird shit, but I'm pretty sure after the first five minutes, I'm not going to allow Senor Perales to walk around buck yeah. naked in my lingerie yeah. store. Yeah. No matter how pretty he thinks he looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <just> so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, that does seem a little bit a little bit suspect. Yeah, I love the idea that like, once he puts on the dress and leaves, then he's gone. This too is far. why yeah. that was a good call. Somebody in the chat caught this. All right, I'm looking at the time. It was four ten a.m. So he was able. He, so he broke in. It was an after hours break in. Oh, okay. okay. Which is well. hence the breaking and entering and nobody stopping him <laughs> trying on things for two hours. <laughs> I feel pretty. <laughs> so very pretty. I'm so pretty. <laughs> Oh, it's just a clusterfuck of stories. What happens when a Mexican person moves to a town named Davenport? <laughs> they just go a little wiggy. Dr. John's lingerie. <laughs> Dr. John's. <laughs> we got the finest skivvies for you. That is not the name of a lingerie store. No. Dr. John's. No. That is so weird. Dr. John's is where you go buy a toilet. Yeah. By the way, I want to give um, a big fuck you to whoever signed me up for Catherine's Plus Size Lingerie Ladies Store <laughs> email list because I get one of those emails every goddamn day and I will like unsubscribe from it and every day it's just like, oh, plus size women's lingerie at Catherine's. <laughs> so, I hate you. And that's the least sexy of the plus size It's stores. the least sexy. It's on 82nd yeah, Avenue. Yeah, because it goes like Catherine's, Lane Bryant, and like Torrid. Yeah, seriously. It's like right next to like a plaid pantry up there. I'm mm. like, I don't know why. I mean, no sexy. offense, I'm sure Catherine's is a very lovely business. However, I don't want to be subscribing to it, so. <laughs> well, I will. Let me just get this out in the open because there's already speculation. I did not do it. It was not me. So neither was I. And no matter yeah. what I do, I can't unsubscribe from it. It's like those damn, like any, it's like, if you wish to unsubscribe, please do. And I do. And I put in my email address and the next day. It's like, Catherine's big bra lady sale. <laughs> I hate you. Next up out of Waynesville, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> An Ohio man who was once named City's Citizen of the Year. <laughs> you know, this is going to well. go well. <laughs> <laughs> Has been accused of spanking a 29-year-old tenant during a dispute about an overdue rent charge. <laughs> so, Ron Cronenberg, upstanding citizen of Waynesville, Ohio, uh, Ohio, 40, excuse me, 53 years old, and owner of the Hometown Marketplace and Waynesville City of, uh, Citizen of the Year in 2006, 
has char- been charged with assault for allegedly exposing the 29-year-old man's bare buttocks in his <laughs> office at the store and then striking him four times with a belt. Hey, wait a minute. You're 29 years old. How do you let that happen? Yeah, exactly. Maybe the, maybe he's a strong 53 And four times? Four times. Yeah. No, I don't see how that's uh, an unwilling participant in that situation. Well, Cronenberg right. allegedly said to the victim prior to the attack, if you're going to act like a child, I'm going to treat you like one. You've been a bad boy. <laughs> the alleged victim told police when being when questioned that he was scared and just wanted to get it over with. <laughs> what? So we just let him? It's yes. just like the first time I got laid. Same attitude. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you spell this name? I, I just want to look this gentleman Cronenberger. Up. Oh, so it's Cronenberger. K-R-O-N-E-N, like Cronen, and uh-huh. then B-E-R-G-E-R. Okay. He sounds like a spanker. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he does. The police chief attempted to make contact with Ron Cronenberger about the in- incident in which uh, Ron admitted to whipping the victim due to late <laughs> rent payment. I'll give him a whipping. Did you say whipping or whooping? <laughs> whipping. Wow, whipping. Yeah. <laughs> the victim whooping. due to the late rent payment and the amount of $2,800, Cronenberg, is scheduled to be arraigned this Thursday. Did he... Was like, was each lashing, like, was each, like, whooping a certain amount of money off? I don't know. Because, like, if times were tough and that was the trade-off, I'd I'd probably take a slight whooping if, like, every smack was 100 bucks. Yeah, sure. You know, like, you're laying on your rent. Mm -hmm. You can either pay me the 500 or five five whoopings. There's another way we can make a payment (laughs) arrangement. Yeah, how do you sit there and take that? That's what I don't understand. When you're a 20-grown-ass man... Well, and take it and then go and complain about it. Because if you let it go, I don't know. If you let him pull yeah. down your pants, that's I thing. mean, it'd be one thing if like the landlord was just being a dick and just hold off and like backhanded him. Yeah, you don't. Oh, know yeah. you don't. It's coming that he. I'm gonna, if you're going to be a child, and treat you like a child. Which then suggests he then turned him around, bent him over, oh. dropped his pants. Yeah, if he's bare buttocks. Hit him yeah. four times. Took his belt off. Smacked him four times with his belt. Like I, you know what, Greg? Just, I think you're right. There's more to this, and they're not talking about it. Yeah, that seems that seems like maybe they did that, and then he still demanded full rent payment. Or maybe and so, the, dude yeah. got pissed off. Or yeah. Maybe they had some sort of special relationship. Is I that think, what you're thinking? I do. Right. And then yeah. and then the landlord still dem- like had had his little way, had his butt time, mm-hmm. and then said, "You still owe me two grand." And maybe there was an unspoken agreement that the, the spanky assumed the all spanky. Right. Yeah, and like all right, if I do this deed. I'm free and clear. He does the D, and the landlord says, now pay up. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm going to the cops then. You assaulted me. Yeah, there's way more to this. Yeah, that just doesn't... I, I just don't see that. I don't see somebody sitting still for four spankings. Unless the dude who owns this property is just a well, giant Well, isn't it just like a, a whap, 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 whap? Wouldn't that just yeah, be a Yeah, but a fast? belt and, like, pull down the pants and, yeah. like... Maybe he was I wearing mean, sweatpants. Maybe he was wearing sweatpants, and they were, like, easily pull-downable. I don't know, man. I, I don't just know. Think I, you I'm could looking at, least at the picture of the guy in the chat. He looks pretty like like he works out. He looks kind of like a meathead. Yeah, there, there's more. There is more to this. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I've had people try to like you know spank you. Well, that. But no, I've had people like in bars or whatever try to pants me as a joke, mm-hmm. and you react fast to that. Oh yeah, no matter who it is. Yeah, just if it's, reaction. If it's, if it's unwelcome to pouncing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just letting everybody know I'm welcoming pantsing right now. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> for the next five minutes, <laughs> welcome pantsing. You react fast to that. <laughs> I mean, unless you're completely hammered and you just know there's a draft. Oh, my pants are down. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> or unless you're Keith. Oh, stop. Like oh, that guy behind the convenience store this. whose pants shrunk and his penis just kind of fell out. Well, I mean, that yeah, happens. happens. Things, things just happen. It, it does, does happen, happen sometimes. Happen. Yeah. Well, and finally, um,. Headline reigns. A new study is showing that pollution might shrink your penis. Oh. Yeah. 
It won't pop out of your pants as often then, I guess. Well, that's true. A new yeah. study from Cardiff University and uh, in, in the Chemicals Health and Environmental Monitoring Trust Department found that in, comparative, in comparison to human penises, uh, they're studying to see the effect on human penises. So they're studying otter penises, and otter penis bones are getting smaller. Penis bones? Penis bones. Yeah, we, bone? yeah, we don't have bones in ours, Sarah. Yeah, I don't know if you understand that. Then why is it works. called a boner? What researchers haven't yet determined. Well, so much to learn there. <laughs> okay. Because anyway. calling it a blutter is actually kind of gross. Ew. Ew, a blood. Well, I mean, <laughs> she's never going near an erect penis ever again. <laughs> like a tube of blood that's plugged at one end. This is backfired. Like porno, give you a blitter. This what? is backfired on me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The connection requires further investigation, but the study notes that humans and animals are exposed to many of the same chemicals on a daily basis, therefore shrinking both of their penises. According to Dr. Eleanor Keene, <laughs> the otter is a very good indicator of health in the environment and the presence of pollutants. Could cause a giant crash in the otter population as well as in men, uh, male genitalia. I'm blutter, yeah. blutter. What sporting a blutter? Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, this one might stick. Sorry, Sarah. Sporting a blutter. Oh my god! Stop saying that. Flooded up. Yes. Well done, Aaron. Thank you. No, not well done. That is awful. Oh my god. Well, no. Don't give me well. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
three, four days beforehand. Yeah. That, that and was, I want to bring this up with you because you were, you know, and there are friends in Seattle that are planning birthdays up there. And again, they planned ahead of mine. I don't want to rain on their birthday events. Yeah. And glom on. Yeah. Because then you'd feel like you're glomming on on their birthday. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Too. Wait, so somebody else is having a birthday event this weekend? Yes. In oh. Seattle. This well, person I, is a leap year baby. So when it's not a leap year, they have a, they kind of can pick within a couple days. Oh yeah, leap years. That's a whole. That's a whole other. Yeah. That's a chapter on its own. And yeah, that's, Greg's rule book. That's a specific thing right there. Um, <laughs> they're granted a little bit more leeway too. Yeah. But okay, so with you with yours, yeah. um, and I'm assuming Tuesday is out of the question. The day before the birthday, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So assuming Monday tonight and tomorrow night are out of the out of the works. Wednesday, you can't obviously. I mean, you can you can talk about it on the sh- yeah have have your show stuff, but if it's ten o'clock and you have to get up and leave the next day, right? Yeah, that's going to be difficult to have a birthday and uh, go out where people will have the opportunity to purchase shots. Right. See, um, oh it's God. middle of the week. I don't want to ask friends to have to stay up late. Sure. Just to buy me shots. That's, they're going to want they're, and they're going to want to, but I want to be the respectful user of the birthday. And that's what you are. So far, you're doing very well. well and what you being what very you're saying is you can't do anything tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, probably not. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we I'll be installing a new goddamn dishwasher. And weeknights are tough. Now, traditionally, by the birthday rules, since it is on a Wednesday, you would probably want to celebrate it this coming weekend. You can can give yourself a couple of days there to get the weekend in where everybody can go out like a Friday night would would be the preferred day. Right. Um, But since you can't do it on Friday and it just so happens you're going to be out of town. Now, I'll be having fun, but it won't be official birthday fun. Mm -hmm. So my best friend, you two will not be in Seattle next weekend. No, and I want to be be able to celebrate your birthday. So I would say in this specific instance, what day will you be back from? We'll be back Monday evening. (sighs) Which, by the way, I won't. We'll be back Sunday evening. Sunday Sunday evening. evening. Okay. Now, are Monday or Tuesday of next week options? I don't know. But see, Mondays and Tuesdays are, are hard for people to go out. Yeah. yeah. They're tough. It's true. The you can't fully commit. Like, you can't enjoy yourself because, yeah. like, people know that they have to wake up early. Yeah. It's the start of the week. Boy, this But then is do a, I push it? Is it hard to push it? In, you know? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Now, okay, so let's see. So so your birthday's on Wednesday. That is the 27th. The text box have any, any suggestions? There are. There is a suggestion that's being thrown out in there, which maybe in this specific situation might work out. So Monday and Tuesday, I mean, during the week, weeknights are hard. Right. Like, I, I know I wouldn't be able to go out very late on a weeknight. See, that's I want yeah. my friends to be able to go out and have a good time. Because it's not just about my birthday. It's about everyone having a good time. Totally. Where I get shots. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as 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 you should. Um, all right. Now, with that, we have a specific situation here where there is another person, another friend, who has a birthday on March 9th. Now, that is that would be uh, the Saturday of the following week. Right. Ordinarily, I would say if you if you were around town and you just didn't have a birthday party on this coming Friday or Saturday, March 1st or 2nd, you snooze, you lose. Right. I'd, say, I'd say you're, oh my God, you're you, so you'd be out. Weird. But I, I've already planned ahead for But this. you've already planned ahead and you're out and you're out of town. I would say in this specific instance, we'll propose this, and this is actually being proposed in the chat. What about a joint birthday on the 9th with Keelan King? Oh, see, I was going to ask who's his birthday with. Now, that's a proper pairing. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be a proper pairing. That is a good yep. pairing. That is It'd a good be pairing. A lot of the yep. same people. A lot people. of friend crossover. Mm-hmm. But crossover. Also, your different, yeah. you know, second and, and two minority birthdays is equal to one white person. Yeah, that's it's true. true. Yeah. So you'll get a full mm-hmm. birthday out of it. Yeah. You only have to get you guys like half a present each. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we'll get one shot that you guys split. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of this. I think this is a good pair up. 
Yeah. Because I'm willing to wait. That's the thing. Uh-huh. I mean, Jen's, we're going to do something. Sure. You know, and yeah, with the- there might be people that I will only see in Seattle. Are they allowed to buy me birthday shots this weekend? Yes. That I only see up there? Yes. Okay, yep, so it doesn't count separate- against the pending March 9th co-birthday. No, because that's out of town and that's a separate out situation and specific, yeah, out of state, specific people you will only see that weekend. Yeah. Yes, that that's fine. They can okay. do that. I would say in this specific instance, and because you're being so gracious and checking on all of this stuff. Well, I have to run it past God. you. I wouldn't do it without running past you, Greg. Well, I mean, and the birthday rules are there for a reason. <laughs> so I would say if Keelan is amenable to this too, and you are, yeah. I would say the crossover birthday on March 9th would be would be an appropriate celebration. I think that's something we have to research and go ahead with. Um, I'm yeah. seeing here in the chat, it sounds like sounds like he's into it. All right. Well, I think that's, I'm down for it if Keelan is. Okay. All, All right. right. And well, uh, Keelan, uh, if you are in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, if you can give your official uh, okay on this, a stamp, stamp of approval, I'm prepared to push this forward and uh, get it approved. All, All right. right. Keelan says sweet. All right. It's approved. There you go. There. All right. Well, that we've just helped to add it to, a, to the book of nibs. Absolutely. Yeah, specific situations can always be worked out. Yeah. Well, that's just... Well, I'm glad I brought this to your attention. Yeah, I'm glad you did, I was Because even this morning, Jen asked me, she's like, what are we going to do for your birthday? Like, we, you know, we can't do much on Wednesday. We're going to be in Seattle. She's like, would it be weird to wait a whole other week? And I said, you know what? I'm going to... As I kissed her goodbye at going to work today, I said... And I, I gave her a kiss, and I we looked at each other's eyes, and I said, I'm going to ask Greg Nibbler. That's good. You did. Greg, you made... And she looked back, she says... Greg will know my love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you made the right call. So there we go. Another problem solved. Yay. Right here. Awesome. All right. March 9th it is. Making lives better you are. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Well, that's kind of Yoda-like. Making lives better you are. Lives better making you are. Um, Better lives and blutters. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thick, throbbing blutters. Stop it. Uh, And I'm a lesbian. (laughs) Well, you gorge up a little bit too, but just not as much. Oh, oh. my God, Aaron! <laughs> Geek in the City this Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. Tune in. Aaron's birthday show. Yeah, I this don't birthday yeah. extravaganza. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'll, I'll do a recap of Rose City and uh, of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Wizard World. <laughs> <laughs> Angry emails commencing. I now. know. Sorry, Ron. You know what I mean. But I'll do a quick little recap of uh, Wizard World, and we're gonna have some stuff. Awesome. Things, yeah. Stuff All right, and things. Stuff and things. Yeah. Indeed. I like both of those. Yeah. Uh, mm. Coming up at 7 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, the Accidental Housewives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Their second week. So tune in live to listen to them and chat. And I don't know what's on tap for this week, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I don't. I have it written down because, again, Nate is way more prepared than any of us. And he's, oh, yeah. he's outlined like the first eight episodes. That is awesome. That's amazing. That's good. I know. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go getting right there. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real go-getter. Yeah. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120, just to bring it up, because people have been asking, no, Walter, we, my roommate's dog, not has, found not, Walter. has not been found. Um, there is a reward if you can please uh, look on our Facebook page, take a look, share it. We think that somebody may have him at this point. I think if he were still out there, he would have come home by now. So somebody may have him. Look for a very skittish 40-pound Australian Shepherd, kind of looks like German Shepherd coloring. Uh, but dog, super fluffy. Super fluffy, short tail, and uh, who would be scared of everything if somebody's trying to haul him around <laughs> on a mm-hmm. leash. Yeah, keep yeah. an eye out for that. So anyway, letting people know. <sighs> All right. Okay. I think we've I think we've done a show. I yeah. think we have. Indeed. Lessons learned. Yes, oh, a lot of God. lessons learned. I'm so grossed out by all the lessons it's been, it's, that we've learned. It's been a great show. It's been a it's gross been really show. Good. Yep. I regret coming here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you all don't. We'll see you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. Letters. You're horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.